Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm and Zach, I'm, also... What? Why am I saying that? <laughs> what? And he's Zach, also <laughs> Wow, my brain is just dead. I Wait, don't know what why, just but... happened? Did you just try and, and, and say Eric you were Hollywood? And Eric is also Zach. <laughs> 181 episodes and that has never wow. happened before. <laughs> This episode brought to you by Identity Theft. <laughs> identity Theft is not a joke, Jim. Oh, All right, Lord. let's go again. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we have some pre-show stuff. <laughs> Why? Why? Why did I do that? <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Sound range up with your host. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. Sorry, I'm kind of laughing. <laughs> yeah, I'm still so laughing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 181. Rangers quarantine catching up a year later, recorded on May 19th, 2021. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Sign the Ranger up with your host, I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P, Steve F, Ethan S, AJW, Eric D, Jacob P, Steve M, Tyler W, Tyler B, Tyler D, Leland D, Jason O, Liz M, Craig M, Mason M, Hassan A, Bo H, Raheem Y, Josh P, Derek G, and Teresa B for supporting us this month. You can go to linktr.ee slash rangercommandph for all of the links for not only supporting our show, but where to listen to Ranger Command Power Hour. We also have our Amazon affiliate at amazon.com slash shop slash rangercommandph. Hey! Hey! So we had a very, I think, successful Star Wars Day podcast. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. But we're back in the real world where we're not (laughs) a Star Wars podcast. Zach returned the Millennium Falcon. He did. Listen, it's it's fine. (laughs) I I got a lifetime ban that I appealed because I'm amazing. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) So, So everything's all good now. And surprisingly, we've had quite a bit of news these past couple weeks. And we're here to talk about it. So the reason we're doing the quarantine catching up is... One year ago, actually, we released episode 160, and that was all three of us were back together. I think after like it was like three months of not all three of the hosts being together on the show. And so last May, we did kind of like a quarantine catch up. We had some questions from Ranger Nation, 
We also had a lot of news to talk about that time. And we're just catching up during the pandemic. So it's a year later. I think we've all said on the podcast and we've talked about this on the show multiple times about how important it is to stay quarantined during this time and now basically get the vaccine. And I believe all three of us are vaccinated, right? Yeah. You are correct, sir. Today, actually, as of recording this episode, is the official two-week mark since my second dose, so I am considered fully vaccinated. Awesome. Yeah, we are all fully vaccinated, and I think this is a great step towards getting back to normal in some ways. Actually, it was funny because today at my work, they sent out an email saying that we can slowly start transitioning to work back in the office. I don't know how I feel about that, but... uh, But we're putting certain procedures in place, like to wear masks, to identify those who have the vaccine or not. And every company is different. Every situation is different. But we're slowly getting back to somewhat normal. Personally, I'm still going to wear a mask when I feel that I might be better served wearing a mask. And Mm -hmm. I think it's all not only your personal decision, but as long as you're following the guidelines for your state or local area per CDC guidelines. And there are many restaurants out there that have adjusted to this and they have distance seating. And when they're distant, you can take off your mask to eat. And I feel more comfortable doing that now that I'm fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And don't let anyone give you shit for that, because if you're fully vaccinated, then you are protected from this virus. You're not spreading the virus around because a vaccine by nature is a dead virus that triggers your immune system to start producing antibodies. I mean, it's science, people. And yep. I think we should follow the science and the guidelines. If you're not comfortable, even if you're fully vaccinated and you're not comfortable taking off your mask, no one is saying don't take off your mask. It's a personal choice at that point. And, you know, there's certain situations where I think I'll always wear a mask at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I think aside from just the COVID stuff, which happened this past year, wearing a mask anytime I went out for the last eight to however, 12 months, actually. Yeah, I didn't get a cold at yep. all this year. I didn't get a flu at all this year. So the science is there to not only support masks to protect against COVID, but to protect against everyday diseases that you would get. Yep. There was no flu season this year. There was no common cold. Mm-hmm. If I was stuffed up, it was allergies because I live in Florida right. where pollen doesn't die. And, um, so, so yeah, I think the idea of wearing a mask, if you know, you're going to be out in a crowd is not necessarily the worst idea. And again, like you said, Eric, you know, it is down to personal choice. If you feel comfortable keeping the mask on, by all means, keep wearing the mask, keep protecting yourself, keep protecting those around you. Right. And alternatively, if you can feel yourself starting to get sick, Wear maybe a mask. think about wearing the mask because then yeah. you won't be that hole who spreads it to other people. It's like what they do in other like this is such a typical almost United States thing. Oh right. yeah, it's oh, like yeah. in other countries already they wear yep. masks when they don't feel well. Mm-hmm. It's like yep. that is the least we could do. It clearly works. 
and I mean, speaking from what we know, those of us who have seen Tokusatsu, how often do you see people walking around in the background of those shows who have a mask on because maybe they didn't feel well? Mm-hmm. Like you, you see it in other countries all the time. People have more of a sense of respect for the people around them in other countries. Whereas in America, it's, it's me first. Give me, give me, give me, give me. It's all about me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. And it, it's unfortunate. That's my whole point. There are many other countries where wearing a mask when you yourself are sick is common practice because you are protecting those around you from your germs. And it's that self-awareness, it's that respect for others that I think we need to learn from. And I hope if anything came out of this pandemic out of 2020 is that I hope a majority of Americans have now realized that wearing a mask is fine. If you're sick, if you're not feeling well and you still need to go out, protect others from passing the the cold and flu. And I really hope all of our hygiene has improved washing your hands using alcohol, all of that stuff. I use alcohol as much as I can, but I know what you mean, hand sanitizer. I mean, hand sanitizer, (laughs) alcohol-based hand sanitizer. (laughs) But you know know what I meant. Yeah, I I got what you meant. I just just had to be an Yeah. But yeah, no, it's exactly like you said. Like, hopefully people will take from this experience and realize, hey, we can prevent disease if we just care about other people for five seconds. Exactly. And when someone shows that they're fully vaccinated, whether they show it online, their card or whatever, if they're fully vaccinated, they're fully vaccinated. Like you don't need to hound them for wearing a mask or not because it's their situation. Yep. So I wanted to put that out there because I think getting the vaccine is important. I encourage Anyone that is listening to get it, because at this point, pretty much across the country, it is open to anyone 12 and above. There are no mm-hmm. restrictions anymore. So if you have the opportunity to get the vaccine, I highly suggest doing it. And, you know, like Zach said, I was quarantined for most of last year. When I went out, I wore my mask all the time. And guess what? I didn't get my typical summer cold that I usually get. I didn't get the flu in the winter. I didn't get horribly sick like I've usually done in the past. And that's because, wow, who would have thought staying away from other people and wearing a mask can prevent the spread of germs? What a novel concept. I, I don't think I could say anything differently. Yeah. We all trust in and believe in the science, and that's what you need to do. Right. Like Eric said, if you're willing and able to get the vaccine, I just strongly encourage it. Mm -hmm. Because that's the only way we're going to reach herd immunity and get fully back to normal. Yeah. And heaven forbid if, you know, we get another one of these big pandemics. But unfortunately, we had to experience this so that we can be better prepared in the future. Mm -hmm. And I hope that when or if another pandemic hits, because who knows, there's still variants out there. I feel bad for everyone in India. Their healthcare system is to the limit right now with these different variants. And we don't know, like COVID might become like the seasonal flu shot. That's what they're saying. I mean, mm-hmm. already it's pretty much indicated that it's going to be like a seasonal flu shot. We're probably going to have to get boosters every year. Right. And even if you do get the, the vaccine, 
and you get it, it still kind of protects you against the variants. Right. In that aspect, it's no different than the regular flu shot, so... I was going to say, from what I understand is, yes, the vaccine is 95% effective. There is still that 5% chance you can still contract it. However, if you are one of those, what they're calling breakthrough cases, where you get the virus even though you've been vaccinated, the symptoms are so trivial in comparison... You might not even realize you have it. Exactly. Like, it may just feel like, oh, I think I get a little bit of a chest cold. Whereas if you have COVID and you can't breathe and you're coughing your lungs out every time you cough and it hurts to inhale, it's the worst feeling in the world. And if you get the vaccine and then you catch it and you're just like, oh, I have a little tickle and I'm coughing a little bit. It's fine. Like, yeah. I would much rather have that over having COVID full-blown. It's like what a family member was telling me their doctor told them. He just said, it's basically just to keep you from being in the hospital. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be, like, definitely 100% effective. The goal is to just keep people out of the hospital and keep people from dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Now that that Power Rangers-style PSA is out of the way. (laughs) Before we get to the news, we do have some questions from Ranger Nation, part of that catching up that we're talking about. So Big Mike at Big Mike 8109 said, Do you think there's a chance Dino Fury Green is the first Dino Fury Ranger to join the Lightning Collection line? I hope so. I would hope so, too. <laughs> I, w- I would love that, but knowing Hasbro's line of thinking, they're it's probably, probably going to go with Zato. Yeah. yeah. I would love to see Izzy in the line, but Hasbro, can you please put out maybe a two-pack for Beast Morphers Yellow for Zoe and <laughs> yeah. Steel? And Roxy, do like a three-pack. Give us a three-pack, at least, to finish up the team. I was thinking, what if they did, since they love these versus two-packs so much, Zoe versus Roxy, yeah, and yes. then Steel versus, like, Scrozzle. Oh. Ooh, or it could be a two-pack where it's, like, Steel Robot and then Steel Ranger. Ooh, that'd be neat. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's a good idea, too. Yeah. Anyways, before they even get to Izzy, I'd love to see them finish like Zoe and just finish the Beast Morphers team. If yep. if they if they want to finish, you know, another team instead of just an evil team, then please Hasbro, let's let's finish off Beast Morphers. Let's just get it yep. done. Sentai 5 said, "What do you think is your favorite Power Rangers dish of choice?" So, like your favorite Power Ranger what is like their favorite food? Bridge buttery toast. <laughs> Easy, done. For some reason, I think Kelsey eats like ramen noodles. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure why, but like it just feels like something she would do. I'm sure Billy has some kind of like high brain power shake at Ernie's where he's just ordering that every time to boost his brain power. Or rather, no, rather ramen noodles is like her guilty pleasure. Mm. but she mainly just drinks like protein shakes. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. But now let's, let's do the, the flip flop of that is bars. She eats a lot of cliff bars and protein shakes of the food featured in the series. What would be your go-to food from power Rangers? Oh, Hmm. You know, they've done like a star Trek cookbook. Yeah. I would love to see a power Rangers cookbook, but I'm, I'm trying to think of like, 
You know what? I want to know what the big deal about Ernie's frozen yogurt is, like Ernie from Mega, <laughs> Megaforce. Why? Go. Why is that froyo so good? What's he got in that secret froyo? Me, I'm heading straight to Jungle Karma Pizza. Oh, you know what? It was right there for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about the Cakeomatic from uh? Oh my God. What is it? Happy birthday, Zach. Like, <laughs> the Cakeomatic. <laughs> like, what is that? Uh. What's that actually doing? Like, what kind of product is that? I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you know what? That classic MMPR episode with uh, Pudgy Pig. Like, Oh, where they had the food were, festival? The food festival. Yeah. And they had so many good-looking foods on display. But even as a kid, I was like, that whole radish thing. And I know that's from the Japanese Sentai footage. But it was like a big, like, daikon radish. But at yeah. the time, I didn't know it was like a daikon. And they put it in bread or something, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, they literally just stuck a radish in a loaf of bread. <laughs> Alternatively, that pizza shop that Divatox worked at. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, like, oh, when the yeah. Rangers got baked into the pizza, was it TJ's tossed salad? <laughs> 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 on the side of uh, TJ's toss salad with uh, yeah. a Diva Tox pizza. Sure, why not? <laughs> John at the Ageless John said, Sorry if this has been answered before, but if you had to pick seasons to recommend new fans and returning fans, what seasons would you recommend? I feel like I've said SPD before, but I'll say it again. SPD is a great season. I would honestly recommend Lightspeed Rescue and Dino Fury. Yeah, Dino Fury is pretty dang good so far. Dino Fury is like the season I would want someone to watch if they hadn't watched in a really long time. It's got the whole dino theme. That's always a good one. And it's just also so solid. It's such a solid series. Yeah, so far it's been pretty good. And, and we've reviewed all those episodes so far. So yeah, I would definitely say if there's a, an older fan who... Maybe watch Mighty Morphin and is kind of craving that that Dino high school feel. I would definitely give Dino Fury a try. I would also, for an MMPR person to really clench them in, I would even suggest to them Dino Thunder. Yeah. Uh, just because oh, there's yeah. that, that Tommy connection. Dino Thunder is what got me back in. It's same here. But if they were if they were a completely new fan, yeah, I would suggest something like maybe a Lightspeed Rescue, an SPD, or an RPM. But I would suggest RPM with the caveat that, I mean, this is not your typical Power Rangers season, but yeah. it's a good season of Power Rangers, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Primal Aeon 00 said, what do you do in your spare time? Any hobbies or interests when you're not rangered up? Crying at the news. And, um. Is that a hobby? <laughs> is it a hobby? In these oh, days. I don't know. Uh... Sorry. Um... <laughs> no, I have a cat. It's the best pet ever. I never liked cats until I got this cat. And the best thing that ever happened to me. I think, uh,. I can speak for Eric when I say we're usually on Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, playing video games. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like Call of Duty Mobile. That's ooh, basically the go. same thing as Fortnite. AP, we need to get you on Fortnite. I know. They said that Target had Xbox Series X in stock, but not my local store. And they're only doing local store pickups. Uh, so, oh, man. Ugh, it was only others, like, not my local store had it in stock. <laughs> 
I just like being outside. Mm-hmm. Just like appreciating nature. I, but not in like a weird way. <laughs> What's a weird way to appreciate nature? Like hippie way. Like I'm not like, I'm not like that. <laughs> I just like appreciating what's around me. Yeah. Is eating french fries a hobby? Because I really like french fries. I don't know. Do I have hobbies? That's a really good question. Those all sound like hobbies to me. Well, I mean, they said other interests. I mean, So french fries are my interests. (laughs) (laughs) And those are in the weird way. Shut up. Yeah, as for me, video games, I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2, a lot of Fortnite, a lot of Binding of Isaac on my PC. Mm-hmm. I'm big into tabletop gaming. I recently got, I fell down the rabbit hole hard on Critical Role. I basically caught up with all of the second campaign so far, and I've been watching it live every week. And then every other Thursday, I actually play a Star Wars tabletop game with some friends, and that is a ton of fun because we basically just get to be goofballs in the Star Wars universe. But yeah, tabletop gaming, video gaming, all that stuff. I love it. For me, I'm streaming on Twitch uh, for the past few months or at twitch.tv slash truckyb47. So I'm doing a lot of Fortnite on there, but I've also taken uh, to doing uh, some unboxings as well as last weekend or the weekend before, I built a Common Rider build figurize figure, which is basically just a model kit that you turn into an action figure. And that was a whole hell of a lot of fun. I always loved building models when I was younger, so I feel like I'm going to get more back into that. But I do a lot of graphic design. Obviously, podcasting is a hobby of mine, so... Uh, editing Ranger Command. Ranger Command is my hobby. That's one way to put it. Podcasting, reading comic books, video games. I'm essentially uh, 14 years old at this point. Um, <laughs> but I have been reading uh, like a lot of graphic novels lately, uh, especially with the interest in some of these newer streaming shows like Invincible and Jupiter Rising or Jupiter whatever that was, the one that's on Netflix. And yeah, I really got into like reading about Invincible. I think I read the first 10 volumes. That was all that comiXology had available and there's like 20 (laughs) volumes of it. So I I just watched that finale of Invincible and I'm like, I have to know what happens. And (laughs) it's, it's interesting to know the differences like in those first few volumes of what they did in the first season of the animation versus the comic book and things that they've updated for the better and things that they've changed. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't realize that Robert Kirkman had this whole like image invincible universe. There's like another comic called Brit there's tech jacket who all show up in crossovers and invincible and Wolfman and a a couple others. And just kind of catching up on these early 2000 uh, comic series, which I completely missed because I was in either high school or college. Yeah. So just kind of catching up on some of those universes and all that stuff. And everyone knows I'm interested in star Trek and, and all that stuff. So yeah, I've I've got a wide range of of interests, obviously, and uh, yeah. So I, I think this is a newer follower of the uh, of the podcast, and 
I think they wanted to know what we're all about. So Yeah. I'd like to go again, if you don't mind. I thought of a way better answer than sure. everything I said. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> With all due respect, what I said earlier was kind of a jo- like not a joke, but it was god awful. So I enjoy basically spending time with my family. I come from a very family-oriented family. Like, I like hanging out with my cousins and, like, my sister and my brother-in-law. And We all enjoy spending time with each other. We go to the movies together. I mean, like, before COVID, not so much now. But um, just spending time with family and friends. And um, it kind of sounds a little sad, but I enjoy my job. I'd count that as a hobby. If you have fun doing what you're doing, is it? Yeah. I mean, really like sometimes, job? sometimes I really hate it because that's just the nature of work. If you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But truly and like deeply, I do enjoy my job and mm-hmm. like what I do. Yeah. This sounds kind of weird, but um, I like trying to figure out who has the best French fries out of like local places. Oh, I mean, you're just making me hungry at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, like I, tr- I like trying to see who has the best French fries out of local places. Um, I like um, just being outside, enjoying mm-hmm. the world around me. I mean, I enjoy this podcast. I'd count that as a hobby, what I do in my spare time. And on top of that, I enjoy certain television shows, like uh, franchises. I really am into like Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. I don't know who else watches that, but that's one of my like favorite things right now. And also when I have the time, I enjoy being like a little creative and just like thinking of new things, um, getting back to like my artistic side, writing, coming up with stories and that sort of thing. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. So you learned something new about the hosts of Ranger Command and that was fun. So thank you to uh, Primal Aeon 00 for that question. And last we have Ikeen Ija413 who said, when is Dino Fury coming back and do you know everything about it? I wish. We have no idea. <laughs> yeah. We're as clueless <laughs> as everybody else. I wish I knew, but. <laughs> yeah, I wish I knew everything about it, but then I think we'd be working for the show at that point. So <laughs> Wink, wink. I'll take that. Um... <laughs> Coming soon, Ranger Command Power Hour, the official Power Rangers podcast. Oh, I wouldn't oh. go that far. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dino Fury coming back, we have no idea. We hope it's soon. Yeah, we hope it's soon. There is some speculation because they're really promoting the Power Month over at Hasbro for August. So, uh, actually, Power Rangers Day, August 28th, the anniversary of the show, happens to fall on a Saturday this year. So there's a lot of hope that August 28th is the return date for Dino Fury, but that is not confirmed. That is just fan wishes and dreams. And if I knew everything about Dino Fury, I don't know how I would be able to contain my excitement. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, we we don't work for the show. We're not official. Nope. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Zach's over here trying to will it into listen, listen. Exactly. In this business, it's like eighty percent who you know, and we know some right. people. So you know, do we? Do we know some people? Uh, I mean, let's uh, put it this way: some people know us, and that frightens <laughs> that frightens me. It, it does. <laughs> uh, well, speaking about uh, people knowing things about Power Rangers. Apparently, actor Simu Liu has blown up Twitter 
for Power Rangers fans a few days ago. If you don't know who Simu Liu is, he has been cast and has filmed for uh, Shang-Chi, Marvel's Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, Legend of the Ten Rings. For other people... He's also one of the leads on Kim's Convenience, which is a fantastic I've heard so many show. good things about that show, and I just, I don't know where to watch it. Otherwise, I would. Netflix. Ah. Oh, it is on Netflix. <laughs> so I have to sign my soul. Okay, I see. I still have Netflix, so I'll probably give that a shot, because, uh, yeah, I haven't seen him in a lot of things, but, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about Kim's Convenience, so uh, I'll definitely check that out. But the other day, he tweeted, quote, some days when I start feeling like I'm too cool for school, I remember that Power Rangers did a 10th anniversary crossover episode with 10 Red Rangers, and that I can still quote it from beginning to end. <laughs> Unquote. Wow. It, it blew up. It blew it, up. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it blew up in my world a little bit, and then I remembered, like, he's a legitimate Power Rangers fan. He's tweeted about it in the past, like his favorite Red Rangers. And Wait, has like, he? Yeah, he's can, he's um tweeted about Power Rangers in the past. Um, Did I? Miss I remember that? <laughs> asking. He never answered me, but I remember asking him uh, his opinion on Carter Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun when somebody famous is also a fan of the thing that you're a fan of. Oh yeah. That happened, we had Common Rider Heisei Week last summer, and it got to trending, and James Gunn was like, hey, Common Rider is trending, that's cool. And somebody tweeted at him like, wait, you like Common Rider? And he's like, no, 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 I don't like Common Rider. I love Common Rider, and everyone lost their minds. That was crazy. James Gunn, especially now with, Suicide Squad coming out soon and we're getting another Guardians movie and the Guardians holiday special. Like he is a big, big, big name in, you know, nerdy, fun, geeky movies. And like for him to say like, oh, yeah, dude, Kamen Rider is amazing and I love it. And I've watched the series like, can I get yeah. a Kamen Rider movie done by James Gunn? <laughs> <laughs> like, that'd be amazing. I am... Sending you guys a screenshot of one of his last Power Ranger tweets. Because um, oh. I can't figure out how to send the whole thread. Oh, hashtag Team, team West. West. But wow. then he also tweeted about it before then. That's amazing. He's tweeted about it a couple times. That's just the last one. Well, look, he's at that age where either around us or younger than us. And he probably grew up with Power Rangers too. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's about to blow up in the biggest way with this Marvel movie. And so, yeah, that, that tweet got a ton of attention. So who knows? Maybe he listens to this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Wishful thinking. Hit us up if, if you do. Oh, here, here it is. Now I remember. This is part of the same thread, but this is what got people going. Dude, are you a Power Rangers nerd too? Watch pretty religiously up to and including RPM. Well, howdy, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. One of us. One of us. One of us. That's amazing. <laughs> so we, we've talked about Power Rangers Dino Fury coming back. 
For fans in France, Power Rangers Dino Fury will start on June 6th. So that will be on the channel Ghoulie, uh, which will be showing the first four episodes of Dino Fury in France on June 6th. And Canal J is showing three episodes a day starting on June 7th. I don't know how fast and quickly the international spoilers will happen. I don't know if they're airing anything past episode eight yet, but just be forewarned that uh, starting in early June, international spoilers will be out there. Again, we are taking the position that we will not talk about spoilers for the show until it premieres again for the U S in the fall. So we may be, looking at spoilers but we're not going to talk about them in oh, respect I'm, for I'm going to try to totally remain spoiler free. I I don't want to yeah. know anything until we get the premieres in in the states. Like I will mute every Dino Fury hashtag on Twitter if I have to. Part of me is like, "Ooh, I just I want to know everything now." But then I'm going to have this hole in the back end because if it once it airs in the States, I'll have known everything right now and I'll miss that excitement because mm-hmm. I genuinely love live tweeting about the show and yeah. watching it live. So unlike for Beast Morphers, I think I am going to avoid the spoilers. And the only reason I didn't avoid Beast Morphers was that I was really curious about that team up with all the past Dino Rangers and, and all of that. So personally, I will try to remain as spoiler free as possible. So you can expect us on the podcast to do the same. We're not going to do any early episode reviews or, or anything like that. There's uh, plenty of other things that we can talk about. So, yep. Yep. but if you have not caught up on Dino Fury, if you don't have Nickelodeon or if you haven't been able to watch it yet, there's good news because Power Rangers Dino Fury episodes one through eight are coming to Netflix on June 15th. So this was from Cinema Blend. Uh, we'll link to that news article, uh, but they confirmed all of the things coming to Netflix in June and the week of that day, June 15th is when Power Rangers Dino Fury, the first eight episodes are coming to Netflix. And uh, typically I think Netflix has done the start of the seasons for Power Rangers in October. So we're getting this months early and I really hope this is Hasbro's push to really get people interested in Dino Fury before the show comes back. So I think Doing that in June, uh, essentially a month from now, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I will absolutely rewatch those eight episodes when they come to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yep, same here. I love to see it in HD and all of its HD gloriousness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shifting to some comics news, we did a post uh, earlier about the solicitations from boom studios for july 2021 so there's mighty morphin 9 which comes out july 14th will the power rangers make the right choice and save angel grove the battle of angel grove continues as the team grapples with the seemingly no win scenario uh, will they be able to defeat lord zed and his surprising new ally or will their home fall into chaos for good and when i saw no win scenario i thought come yeah the kobayashi maru 
Power Rangers 9 goes on sale the following week on July 21st. It's Jason versus Draken. The Omega Rangers return to safe haven, but after Draken's recent actions, Jason has had enough, and the aftermath of their confrontation will shake the team to its very core. And then finally, Go Go Power Rangers Volume 9, the long-awaited soft cover for Volume 9, is finally on sale September 1st. The origin of the Omega Rangers, Tommy, now the White Ranger, must lead the Power Rangers, even as members of his own team doubts his ability to do so. Meanwhile, Jason, Trini, and Zack step into their own new roles as they embark on their first mission as the Omega Rangers off-world. This is from uh, the writing duo of Ryan Parrott and GLAAD Award-nominated Cena Grace. Join Francesco Mortorino for the final volume of Saban's Go-Go Power Rangers, which collects issues 29 and 32 of that series. And it's it was a huge delay because of COVID between volume 8 and 9. So if you're still behind, you can catch that volume in September. And then lastly, for comics more recent, both Mighty Morphin Issue 7 and Power Rangers Issue 7 are available now. As we're recording this, Power Rangers Issue 7 released today. You can find our exclusive first look at Power Rangers 7, as well as our comic reviews for Mighty Morphin 7 and Power Rangers 7 over at our site, and links will be in the show description. Now, here's something pretty cool. So this is not something that is involved in the U.S., but this is for any of our listeners in the U.K. Hasbro sent us a press release that we posted for powering up with Panasonic. Again, this is for only eligible for fans in the United Kingdom. Panasonic Europe's biggest battery manufacturer and Hasbro's Power Rangers are collaborating again with an online game and an opportunity to win a spot at the Power Rangers Karate Boot Camp. Essentially, you have to play this game and you can go to poweryourday.win to start playing and winning. And the competition ends at the end of this year on December 31st, 2021. If you get the highest score, you can compete every month for a grand prize. Three lucky winners will have the opportunity to win their spot at Power Rangers Karate Boot Camp. Each winner will be offered a four-day trip, including flights and accommodation, to a top-secret location where skilled Power Rangers Karate experts will be waiting. Additionally, 50 runners-up will also receive amazing prizes as a reward for their efforts such as a Dino Fury Morpher and Nerf Ultra AMP. There's also monthly prizes, including battery packs, uh, Dino Fury Battle Attackers, uh, the Nerf Ultra Gun, and the Nerf Elite 2.0 Phoenix Gun. And then, I guess last year's winners, Daniel from Austria, he's actually uh, Hurricane Gold on Twitter, uh, he was one of the winners, and there's another uh person uh, named a seat they will be flying to the power rangers dino fury set when conditions permit daniel will enjoy an exclusive behind the scenes tour whereas a seat will even appear as an extra in one of the episodes and 
Daniel actually posted to Ranger Board where he kind of gave an update because of, you know, everything going on with COVID and uh, who knows if this is the last season of Power Rangers being filmed in New Zealand. So travel agency first told Panasonic it would be better to plan for 2022 instead of 2021, to which I replied, there's a possibility of this being the last season shot in New Zealand. Panasonic didn't know anything about this, but assured me that they are in close contact with Hasbro and will do everything they can to make this happen. Actually, a month ago in April, he sent them another email and asked if there's any new information and how big the chances would be if he was vaccinated and quarantined himself for two weeks. Uh, he got the reply saying that they're just waiting for the second contest winner who will get an appearance in the show to approve their prize. After that, they'll check in with Hasbro again for the latest status on shooting, including behind the scenes and potential timing. As of now, the plan is to still get me a tour of the Dino Fury set, and it hasn't been switched to the Karate Boot Camp. So it would be amazing if he got... Because I know he's such an active member in the fandom. It would be amazing if, you know, a big member of the fandom like that got a chance to report back on some behind the scenes. I think that'd be incredible. So fingers crossed, because as far as I know, they're kind of wrapping up with uh, the final table reads and probably the final shooting yeah. uh, as we record this. So I'm sure they've probably got less than a month left uh, for that. So Good luck to Daniel. I hope uh, I hope he really gets that opportunity because that would be pretty cool. But yeah, so if you're in the UK, check out our press release and participate in the contest. Next up, we didn't get a chance to talk about this uh, before. We talked a little bit about the new Street Fighter pack coming to battle for the grid, but there have been some updates with some of the skins that are included. So first up is the alternate skins for Ryu and Chun-Li, which are basically this class of 1993 skins. So Ryu is in like this leather jacket and he's got a bandana and some flannel. And uh, you can check out the reveal trailer uh, at our site with a number of screenshots, not only official, but ones that I pulled uh, from the actual trailer and uh, some amazing moves with, uh, Ryu, as well as Chun-Li. And we're recording this on the 19th, uh, releasing it on the 22nd. So as you're listening to this, the Street Fighter pack will release on May 25th. So only a few days from release of this episode, the pack will be out there for Battle for the Grid. So I'm super excited to uh, get this pack and play with Ryu and Chun-Li. And I'll probably stream it on Twitch. I did a battle for the grid one before, so I can always do that again. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I watched, uh, like I said, I, I watch a YouTuber by the name Maximilian dude, who is a fighting game aficionado. And mm. he watched the trailer for the Chun-Li part of the pack. And his reaction was just like, Oh, she is so broken. It's awesome. Like she's going to kick so much butt. So I'm excited to see how she plays. Yeah, I watched the trailer and she can just juggle you into that wall. Oh yeah. And keep you there. So kind of a bit sweaty <laughs> for <laughs> for Chun-Li, but um I really like uh the blue Phoenix Ranger design that yeah. she has. It's really cool. 
And then uh, I think this is this is kind of a big talking point before we talk about all the fan first Friday stuff. But yeah. uh Toei has sent. So Toei is the studio that produces Common Rider and Super Sentai. They had sent a cease and desist letter to some of the major subgroups, such as TV Nihon, Overtime, and some Portuguese and South American subgroups as well. We'll provide links to those, like, actual uh, announcements, but TV Nihon posted the full letter for the notice of copyright infringement. So we, Toei Co.ltd, are the exclusive owner of the copyright Common Rider series, Super Sentai series, and have discovered that our copyright is being infringed through, and then they gave the URL. Yeah. Um, so essentially, kind of just uh, take down everything. <laughs> and Yeah. So they provided some content information that TV Nihon could go through. And TV Nihon has complied. I know there was some discussion about, oh, is this a real takedown notice? Is this a real season desist? But they were able to confirm that. So they sent a follow-up the same day TV Nihon did. They expressed the appreciation for the fans. And here's the thing. TV Nihon has been going on for 18 years. It was how I first got into Super Sentai watching it and Kamen Rider with like Fies and Decker Ranger and all that stuff. Personally, I haven't used TV Nihon in a few years. I, I prefer overtime subs, but there is no doubt that TV Nihon paved the way for Western audiences to experience Kamen Rider and Super Sentai if they don't speak the language it's pretty much the most accessible way that you can watch it if you're not a native speaker of japan for me i mean it it, it totally hurts i before we get into it uh i do want to read what overtime said so overtime said they had an announcement the following day on may 14th after talking to TV Nihon and other parties to compare emails, we're convinced that the letter TV Nihon got is indeed legit. We're aware of at least three letters being sent from the same address. We have not received a letter at the moment. Starting this week, we'll no longer share RAWs for Rider Sentai and we'll stop posting Zenkaiger or any Rider Sentai shows in the future. Please. Do not contact the copyright holders on anyone's behalf. It is a waste of time. It will not change things. And it might make the people you're contacting reconsider how they use their social media. There's a lot of people tweeting at producers. There's a lot of people tweeting and tagging the subgroups, which yeah. was horrible. Don't do that. You're not speaking for the fans. You're being super entitled Look, we all want to watch Kamen Rider and Super Sentai, and we want to watch it in an easy way. We have been blessed for the past 18 years that Toei hasn't done something sooner because of this. It sucks, but I get where they're coming from as a company. I really hope they provide an accessible way for more people to enjoy Kamen Rider and Super Sentai and subtitled material. They've already started that process with their YouTube channel, but 
I believe not everything is subtitled on there. They just give access to it. And I don't know, not everyone can learn Japanese or not everyone has the time to do that. So Zach, maybe get some of your feelings and and thoughts on this. Yeah. Just like you said, Eric, you know, uh, I started way back in the day with TV Nihon watching Deco Ranger and, and, and getting into Kamen Rider and all this. And even though like, like you, I I hadn't used TV Nihon in quite a while. I I had switched to overtime some, some Mm -hmm. years back. This hurts. This feels like an absolute sucker punch to the gut for, for some fans. And Yes, it does suck. However, it is well within the right of Toei to protect their copyright. They absolutely have mm-hmm. that right. And like you said, it's it's kind of a miracle they hadn't done something sooner than this. Right. That being said, I think for them to issue those cease and desists without offering a legal alternative is kind of short-sighted. Yes. Now you mentioned yes they are they are releasing some bits and pieces on YouTube but so far the most we've gotten is two episodes of anything the first two episodes of right. a series and any movies they do get taken down within a 48 hour period and it's like you guys realize you have this audience here why aren't you trying to feed that you're leaving money on the table as we talked about on our common rider streams earlier this year about how we're going to get zero one physical media in U.S. Right. stores. Everyone who is upset about this needs to be out there buying the physical legal release so that Toei can see, oh, hey, they want this. Let's do more. Let's release mm-hmm. more legally. Let's give them more official legal releases and that will be the way we get our rider and sentai you know we can't we we can't blame them for you know taking down cuz let's let's be honest yes what we have all been watching these past 20 some odd years has been illegal uploads um right. and and there's no two ways about that but we all kind of skirted the line because it didn't seem like they cared like they didn't, you know, really do anything about it until now. And I, I, I hope and I pray mm-hmm. and, and I, I'm, I'm this is me being the eternal optimist. I'm hoping they're doing this preemptively because they are going to announce some form of formal legal releasing here in the States, be it streaming service, be it sales of physical media, but like. If they paired with some kind of streaming service, a Crunchyroll or a, I don't know, Amazon Prime Video, where they released series, whole series at a time, legally, with official subtitles, that would be amazing. And that would solve a lot of problems, and they would get so much from that. But now, because we don't know what their plan is... For them to just come in and say, yeah, no more of that. We're done now. It, it, it hurts. And I know a lot of fans are upset. But we can't let that upset feeling fester. You right. just have to kind of hang on and and have the faith and have the hope that they know what they're doing. And like I said, I really hope they do. I really hope that we get some kind of 
partnership stream or some kind of more announcement of physical media. I will gladly pay $10, $20 a month. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. For whatever streaming service they put this on. If they came out and said, even if they came out and said, hey, we're going to do our own streaming service that's going to be all tokusatsu, everything from our catalog, Sentai Rider, Metal Heroes, everything, and it's like $15 a month, guess what? You're getting my $15 a month. Yep, it's cheaper than importing DVDs. And it's like the hundreds of thousands of Toku fans in the West would absolutely be signing up for that. They would probably ditch some other streaming service that they don't really watch anymore to sign up for that, because I know I would. Yeah, I certainly would. And having it available like that in a weekly format, or God, could you imagine if they did simulcasting? Oh my God, if they that, did simulcasting, that, I will pay $20 for simulcasting. Yeah, that would be the dream. Simulcasting would be incredible. And like I said, Toei, I don't know if they don't realize or if they're choosing to ignore it, but they have such a user base here in the West that like, they could make money hand over fist, and they're just saying, nah, we don't want money. I don't really know the decision behind all of that. I don't, none of us do. Yeah, no, we're and not privy none to of that us information. Sh- yeah, none of us should be speculating about that because, you know, that can lead to some dangerous territory. But, you know, I think passions are running high, especially in a fan base where... For a lot of people, this is their life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not as into Sentai as most people, or Common Rider for that matter. I've only ever seen Common Rider Dragon Knight, which I don't think really counts. <laughs> but, um, but I have watched some Sentai, and it's because of these subgroups that I was even able to. I mean, that's how I got my introduction to it. I watched some actual... Actually, I watched... Um, Abba Ranger first. That was the first one I ever watched because I had watched that whole um, that episode of Dino Thunder where they watched an episode right. of it. Lost and Found in Translation. Yeah. So I wanted to see what that was all about. I watched that. I didn't quite like it. But then I started, um, I actually watched a little bit of Deca Ranger. And then that's also how I was able to watch some of GoGo 5, finally. And I started watching uh, Go Busters. Through subgroups. Mm. I mean, it's a little heartbreaking, like you guys have already said. It's just a little heartbreaking that they went there and uh, took them down without any sort of solid legal alternative. But that's just, like you guys said already, that's just the way it works. Because, I mean, technically it is illegal. So they're well within their rights to do so. Mm -hmm. It's just a shame that there's no solid legal alternative yet. Yeah. And I'm really hoping that they do come out eventually with some announcement of a plan. But until then, all we can really do is just kind of wait and see. And I hate that game. I hate the wait and see game. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's literally all we can do right now. I mean, I was hoping to eventually start watching a Common Rider, but now I guess I'm going to have to, I mean, not even find some other way to you do You can it. watch some Common Rider. <laughs> okay, I can watch some You can watch, Rider, like, I the first I'm... two episodes of a couple of different series on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> they do have full series now that they're releasing, like Toku Shoutsu and... Oh, yeah, true. I wouldn't recommend Toku HD, but, you know, that's another topic. <laughs> 
<laughs> is Tokushatsu's doing what? Ryuki Zero One. And Ryuki's a great series. I I've heard great things about Zero One as well. Zero One is fantastic, yeah. and I I can't wait for the physical release to come because I will absolutely be picking yeah. that up. And and that's the thing. I have all of the Super Sentai that Shout put out there. Yeah. If you give me a legal way to purchase it, I will buy it. It might take me a while to own all of it, but, I mean, I used some of my stimulus money last year to finish out the DVD sets that I didn't have for Super Sentai. And that's mine forever now. Yeah, I would love a legal way to watch Go Busters or Decker Ranger. But yeah, so just, would I. <laughs> there isn't one. I mean, there just isn't one. Needless to say, look, we're disappointed in the decision. We understand the decision, though. I mean, from a legal yeah. standpoint, I mean, there's nothing we can do at this point. That part of it is what gets me. Why now? They've had so many years to do this whole takedown thing. Like, why are they doing it now? Yeah. Is there a reason? Are they planning something? I think that's the hope, personally. I hope they're planning something. And they just preemptively said, hey, guys, no more with the illegal stuff. But I don't know. It's just we we can't really speculate. We don't know anything. I'm not holding my breath, but just something seems like weird about that. Just the timing. But that's just me. Yeah. And if you guys want to listen to a totally deeper conversation about this, uh, the Tokudan podcast recently had a discussion uh, with our friend Toku Chris, and we'll provide a link to that podcast episode. It was also on Kaiju Carl's uh, Twitch stream originally, but I know Twitch streams can go away, so we'll directly link to the actual podcast portion of it. There's some further speculation there, so ranging from are they planning something to maybe something has changed in the legal department of Toei, And that's something that the executives really couldn't ignore because if you ignore your legal team, then you're kind of like negating your own IP at that point. Mm. So there is some speculation out there, but again, we don't know everything about it. And so I think The most important thing is, I know it's hard for a lot of people, but we do need some patience and maybe an announcement will happen sooner rather than later, hopefully. But if not, I'm sure there might be other people releasing it somehow. I don't know, but you know, the internet is a big place, but it stinks. You know, this was, uh, the source for a lot of people's weekly enjoyment. And I I totally get the disappointment. It's just don't take it upon yourself to like force these conversations into official channels, talking about illegal things that they can't comment on. Don't do that. Yeah. Not only do you come across as like kind of a snitch, but also what are you doing? Like you're, you're bringing attention to something illegal that, yeah, Just everyone cool your jets. We'll figure out what's going on. Hopefully. But TV Nihon just got rid of the Super Sentai and Kamen Rider. They have other tokusatsu shows on their site, like Garo and Cutie Honey and uh, many more other things that they have released in the past that explore the greater world of, of tokusatsu. So... 
Maybe that's something, you know, we can use this time to experience or, or find something new. It's time to move on to the main event, which is Hasbro Pulse Fan First Friday that happened uh, last week on May 14th. Uh, May the 14th be with you, I guess. Um, <laughs> but we have a ton of news for the Fan First Friday it was all Lightning Collection. There was no uh, updated Dino Fury news. But the first thing I want to talk about, they teased this. This is not available for pre-order right now, but I think it will be available soon because we got full press shots of the box, of the close-up, of everything. The Power Rangers Lightning Collection in space Red Ranger Andros figure. This is the kind of the undercover Andros figure. Known for stealth, Andros, the Red Ranger and leader of the in space Rangers, goes undercover to learn Dark Spectre's evil plan to drain Zordon of his powers. Inspired by the character's appearance in the premiere of the classic in space season, the Lightning Collection 6-inch in-space Red Ranger Andros figure features details inspired by the show and over 20 points of articulation, including uh, with or without the helmet, the Spiral Saber, Astro Blaster, Blast Effect pieces, and extra pair of hands, as well as a robe to hide his identity. And what they showcased on the stream actually was that because we never saw Andros's undersuit under the cloak and you could never see his face while they were, while he was using the cloak, they actually made his undersuit all black. So it's essentially a black lightning collection figure body with a fully black painted in space helmet. And that makes the appearance of like, you can't see his face under it. And they painted a little detail on his chest from uh, the card game that they played at the Onyx Tavern. So that's like a little hidden detail. It's not show accurate because we've never seen it, but it was an Easter egg that they put into the figure. I think this is pretty cool. What are your guys' thoughts? Honestly, I'm a little disappointed. Personally, I'm a huge Andrews fan. He's one of my favorites. And I have absolutely no desire to pick this up because it's basically just a repaint of the already existing Red Ranger figure, but mm -hmm. with a cloak. Yeah. I thought maybe they were going to put him in some like civilian outfit, but instead mm -hmm. they literally just repainted it and added a cloak. So <laughs> it just seems a little, it's a little weird to me. I mean, I understand it's yeah. it's a lot easier to do that, more cost effective. Especially during pandemic, things are still happening with the pandemic. Yeah. I think everything that we've gotten in the last year and some of the things upcoming, I think this is a total, all right, let's cut some costs while, you know, the pandemic is still raging. So like, especially like what we'll talk about, like the, uh, the A-Squad figures, that's a total just remold, remold, remold. Pumping them out. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But on the other hand, it's like I almost would have rather them not do it at all. Mm -hmm. It's a really weird choice. <laughs> very, very niche. Right. It just doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah. I, I think some people have speculated because 
we already have packaging shots for this and we didn't hear about any target exclusive. Some are saying that this might be a target exclusive. So it may be one of those figures where, you know, there's lower quantities because they want to give the retailers, you know, a, a, something a bit extra. So I can see this being a lower produced figure. Again, we don't know the actual release date or where it's going to drop. I kind of want to get maybe one or two. Just I, I want to get an extra one, at least one extra one, just because that's essentially a blank Ranger body that you can customize for kind of anything. And, you know, all the hand pieces are, are black, which, you know, would be good for customizing to paint whatever. But that's me on like a customizer side. I, I can see a lot of customizers uh, buying this up, but I know it's not for everyone. Yeah, I'm with AP. This is an easy pass. Mm -hmm. I said on Twitter, the reason I, I buy lightning collection figures is because I want those iconic Ranger suits. Mm -hmm. And while I can appreciate that this somebody out there wants this, it's just not for me. I mean, the soft yeah. goods cloak is cool. Don't get me wrong. I think that's probably the best part of this figure. But I would just put that over my regular Red Ranger mm -hmm. in space figure because he wore it like that in to the 10th power, I think. Right. Right. So, so, like, that would be cool to have for the regular uh, in space red, but this mm -hmm. this weird undercover all black body, it's not for me. So I said on Twitter, it's like, listen, I buy these figures because I want to see those iconic right. suits and not this weird sort of obscure niche thing. I think the reason it's you know obscure and niche, I think that lends itself perfectly to uh, a retailer exclusive, which. Mm -hmm some people might pass on anyway. But what I think this signifies for me is that if they're able to do a really nice fabric cloak, hmm, what ranger suits have cloth-type items? <laughs> oh, Mystic Force has capes. Oh, that'd be nice. So I, I think this might be them testing the waters a little bit with uh, soft goods in the Lightning Collection. Yeah. And they, they mentioned Mystic Force before on not this Fan First Friday, but, you know, even in our interview with the Hasbro design team, you know, they kind of like, oh, yeah, we all love Mystic Force, wink, yeah. wink. And, uh, you know, Korag's a great figure. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. So hopefully this is kind of like paving the way for better things to come. So I understand it's it's not for everyone. Personally, you know, I, I might get one or two, but then again, I'm getting everything in the lightning collection. So <laughs> who, who am I to Eric's going to gonna have a lightning collection wing in his house. Uh, God, have you seen my shelf? I need another <laughs> freaking Ikea shelf. <laughs> On to more exciting things. I think the wave two of the lightning collection versus two packs. The first one up is in space, blue Ranger versus silver psycho ranger figure so we finally get tj in the lightning collection yes. and i gotta say so excited for this his face looks freaking incredible oh it looks amazing it does. it's fantastic it looks so good i i am so excited for in space blue tj and then if they're making tj and in space red 
are we soon getting a Turbo Red figure? And how cool would it be if they did Turbo Red, but we get an alternate face not only for Tommy, but also for TJ in the same pack? That would be amazing. That would be pretty sweet. I just think it's funny that this one's called a versus pack when Silver Psycho Ranger is just Zane. Right. (laughs) So less of a versus and more of a team up pack then. You know, you can say, oh, no, he's fighting the Psycho Ranger. But, yeah, I think it's just pulling from the classic episode, Five of a Kind. They reference Five of a Kind in the description. The Rangers follow TJ's plan to disguise themselves as Blue Rangers, and Zane goes undercover pretending to be the Psycho Silver Ranger. And we also get a Zane head. This one, he looks pretty grumpy. (laughs) <laughs> but he looked that way in the scene in the show. He looked angry w- in that moment. So, you know, maybe Silver and Space Ranger will get a- another head for Zane. But I, I know we-, we laughed about this picture in our own expense from Ranger Stump. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, that's going to that's gonna stay between us. Yeah, that'll so. stay between us. That's an inside thing. You got to be part of the Wawa squad. The Wawa squad. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we get the Astro Axe, the Psycho Silverizer, Blast Effect pieces, more hands. This is available at Amazon. Uh, You can use the links in our post to help support the podcast, at least on the Amazon side. It's still available on Hasbro Pulse. We also have a link to it uh, in GameStop. So... Uh, Wherever you want to pre-order this, you can. Next up, Mighty Morphin Yellow Aisha versus Scorpina. Yes. This is the first time that Scorpina is in an action figure mode. I know they did Scorpina in the Imagine X line, but that doesn't count. This is a fully articulated Scorpina. And she looks freaking incredible. I I need her so bad to go with my Goldar. Like, the two of them teamed up. Wrecking Rangers would be amazing. I love it. She's got her blade. The detail on the suit is incredible. I love the armor pieces. I think they got every detail right on this one. And if you missed... Finding a regular Trini Mighty Morphin Yellow, this is the perfect chance to pick up another uh, Mighty Morphin Yellow body. Hopefully they've corrected some of the issues with that figure, with the neck, with the helmet. So this is a good way to get the corrected helmet sculpt, as well as another Aisha portrait that is different from the metallic release that they're doing. And it's based off the episode where her and Adam encounter Scorpina and her portrait is with the scrunchie and the earrings is from that episode. I think this is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I probably won't pick it up just because I'm trying to stick to like personal, like favorite Rangers Rangers. They have a, um, not that Aisha and Scorpina aren't like amazing, but it's just like, I have certain rangers that are like my target goals yeah. for the lightning collection before I start expanding into other ones. So, 
Yeah, absolutely. There's also, I, I'm just noticing this now, there's a, a closed and open version of the Blade Blaster. So I know the closed versions are kind of in short supply, so this is a good way to get another extra one of those for posing and fight scenes and, and all of that. But uh, this is an absolute must-buy for me, and this pack is actually sold out on Hasbro Pulse. So you can check out our Amazon link for that. This is also available for pre-order on GameStop. And now the Lightning Collection A-Squad Rangers. So we got the blue A-Squad Ranger in the Versus 2-pack with SPD Blue from the first wave. And now it's time to finish off the A-Squad Rangers with yellow, pink, green, and the Red Ranger. So... Green is an exclusive at Best Buy. Pink is exclusive at GameStop. So I think pink is part of that GameStop, what they call capsule of like Pink Ranger type of items. But there was a limited quantity on Hasbro Pulse for all of these. The Pink Ranger, while it is exclusive to GameStop, it is also still available on Hasbro Pulse at the time of this recording. Uh, the only one that's not available on Hasbro Pulse right now because it's sold out is the Green Ranger, a squad green. And again, that is a Best Buy exclusive, so it's still available to pre-order on Best Buy. And then red and yellow, you will be able to find those pretty much everywhere at GameStop, at Best Buy, Hasbro Pulse, all of that. So they, they are available if you do go the Best Buy route, you can order red, yellow, and the exclusive green and maybe save on shipping there at Best Buy. So plenty of options with these. Personally, as an SPD fan, I was a little disappointed that it was broken up into different retailers, but I went the Hasbro Pulse route and they did offer limited quantities of those exclusives at their store. So I was able to secure one order uh, for these at Pulse, so I'm I'm happy for that. And then this is another complete team. We have the complete team of Psycho Rangers, and now we've got a complete team of, of A-Squad Rangers. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I do too. And I think they make great foot soldiers. Uh, they showed up for a little bit in the comic series uh, Shattered Grid. So I think this is cool. I, I love Evil Rangers. This is a great way that you know, it combines SPD and in space. So similar ties to the lightning collection that's already out and the teams that they're building out. So it's a great way to kind of connect all the teams and come up with some great pictures. I'm excited to get these figures. Never in a million years would think that SPD A squad would ever get their own action figures. And here we are in 2021. It's awesome. Now, if Gregor Wanowitz uh, sculpts all their civilian heads, <laughs> then I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I still got to see about getting a Bevor head for my blue. It's really good. I haven't attached it yet, but he's sitting on my shelf. His <laughs> his head is, is on my shelf. But yeah, and it, it's great because pink and red do feature the female version of the A-Squad Rangers. And Charlie, technically the first Red Ranger that we've seen on screen back when SPD came out, the first uh, woman uh, Red Ranger, even though she was evil. Mm -hmm. 
kind of making history with this uh, release and I'm just excited. I'm excited for all things SPD. I hope eventually they do finish the whole team and do like Cat Ranger, who's never gotten an action figure, and Nova Ranger. I think that would be amazing. And if they did like civilian doggy with like his like coat and the robe and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. I'd totally get that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's a way because Doggy Kruger Shadow Ranger that was in the first wave of Lightning Collection. And maybe some people missed out on that. But yeah, I'd love to see them do a a civilian doggy. But I would love a Grum figure. Oh my God! How detailed oh, that would so that? Cool. Oh, that would be so crazy! And that big staff that he has, and just the creepy. Oh, and the head would have like the clear piece for the brain, mm-hmm. and you know maybe you'd have like a little Omni type of eyeball brain. I'd so thing. set it up with him and Doggy just battling it out. Oh, that'd be so cool! Oh, versus Pack Grum versus Civilian Doggy. There you go. There's your versus two pack. Yes. Give me that. Give me that. Oh, and Grum would have a swappable helmet with the cutoff horn. Yeah. That, that doggy gave him in the finale. Now they match. Now they match. Oh, <laughs> why are we thinking this? John Warden, John Warden, John Warden, get at us. We Listen. have ideas. Listen, listen to us. We'll, we'll we'll sign any waiver you need. They're all yours. Like, just make them happen. Go for it. Just we'll, take it. We will waive any right to creative IP, money, <laughs> all that stuff. We don't care. Just make these figures. One other thing that they released, they teased. The ultimate teaser. So they teased an image of Phantom Ranger's blaster, but these were also those, like, devices that the Turbo Rangers could unfold. So people are like, is this a hint for the Turbo Rangers or is it a hint for Phantom Ranger? I'm leaning because of the choice of background color with like that purple and purple and black can kind of be intermingled in Power Rangers with the power sets. I'm thinking we might be getting Phantom Ranger in the future. I think so. And I think that'd be cool. And it would tie in with the comic coming out in June. Yep. I'm excited for a lot of this. Oh stuff. yeah, this uh, this toy line yeah. is fantastic. They can keep releasing these, and I'll keep buying them. I'll, I'll go broke eventually, but I'll, oh, I'll keep. Oh yeah, them. I will absolutely have to sell non-vital <laughs> internal organs to keep up with my addiction. But <laughs> the one other thing I want to say is that I love that the A Squad Rangers, each of the blast effects are color to their rangers. So yeah. And you could use these blast effects on on other figures. I think it's cool that we're getting more accessories and and, and all of this. Yeah. Well, that is a lot of stuff that we have talked about. <laughs> but we also have some amazing uh, answers from Ranger Nation, where we asked, "What did you think of the newest Power Rangers Fan First Friday?" Are you picking up any of the new Lightning Collection figures? On Twitter, Adam at LittleAdam87 said, I've been all in on Lightning Collection, and these reveals didn't disappoint. Finishing A-Squad, Aisha vs. Scorpina, TJ, greatly appreciate that Andros isn't a cloak over an in-space red suit. They actually made it unique and cool. Greatly looking forward to all of this. Very happy. Steven Martinez at Steve Martinez 90 said, I'm glad Hasbro gave fans a bit of time on their site to order everything. 
I think the fan first videos for Power Rangers have started to improve each time. Future of the line is looking positive. Can't wait for TJ to come out. Really looks like the actor. Josh Perry at Living Ranger Key said it was amazing. Happy to have A Squad completed. Glad to have the GOAT TJ joining the line. Scorpina looks great, and the Andros was not how I was expecting them to do that figure. Plus, that blaster tease caught me off guard. Of course, I'm picking everything up. Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, Thought it was pretty well presented. The trivia bits were a bit cringe-inducing, but I've accepted that there's always going to be some level of that. Based on all the Hasbro presentations I've seen, Power Rangers and otherwise, I don't care about chasing A-Squad down, getting everything else. V-Ron at Mr. Cooper 92 said, I really enjoyed this Fan Fest Friday. The reveals were something that I didn't anticipate but very appreciated. But the TJ figure is definitely a figure I need to grab. One of my favorite Rangers of all time. I have three on pre-order and may get more if I see them in person. Whoa. Vron loves him some... Uh... Hey, the TJ love is strong. Yeah, that's it's warranted. TJ's great. Cosmic Ranger at Cosmic Ranger 006 said, Picking up everything, but especially excited for the Versus packs and Scorpina in particular. Big Mike at Big Mike 8109 said, Pick them all up, plus a few doubles, wink. Even though most were known, it didn't ruin my excitement when they were shown. Zero Flame at Zero Flame 16 said, In space figures, definitely a plus. Also, I need 10 Andrews figures, lol. Sean at my name is Sean said, I picked up the in space blue versus psycho silver two pack. It's the one I'm most excited about. This fan first Friday didn't disappoint and they're starting to really flesh out and come into their own. I enjoyed the trivia bits a lot and I can't wait for disguised Andros. Yonko D Ruffy Taro Luffy CEO of meat eating at D meat King said, the one disappointment was the fan chat with so many whiners. Zane and Scorpina will be mine. That's why we turn off chat. <laughs> yes. Edward Sanchez at Edward is so cool said, I am so happy that Scorpina finally got a figure. I'm definitely picking the double pack with her and Aisha and the Andrus one as well. That looks so awesome. Akel Antonino said, I think Aisha's sculpt is one of the best so far in the Scorpina versus MMPR Yellow versus pack, but I could only get one, so I had to go with our boy TJ. Michael Poole at Poolside98 said, Surprised that they finish A-Squad considering only red and yellow were listed, but I'll definitely complete the team. Now where's Z so we can complete B-Squad? And yes, <laughs> give me the Z figure already. Josh, the Togu fan at Shinkin Red 813 said, very excited to see the A squad complete so soon. The TJ2 pack is also a welcome addition. Scorpina is nice and I love Jew Ranger, but I'm not thrilled with a repack of MMPR Yellow, even if it's updated slightly. At I Seek the Truth 4 said, I might just get the two two packs and that's it. Mikey Perez at 254Mikey43 said, Yes, I did. I pre-ordered the two packs. I love the Andros figure. I didn't see that coming. It gives me hope that we may get MMPR Ninjetti figures. I was kind of disappointed that they didn't reveal the Teenage Ninja Turtle packs that I was hoping for as a TMT fan overall. I love it. Alex White at 
Ethereum friend said, love the Scorpina figure. Moving over to Facebook, where Emmanuel Cobian said, picking up A-Squad just because we need more baddies. Both double packs look good. Don't care much for Andros's cloak. Wish it was the in-space uniform more. Scott Sandler said, I'm not a collector, but I was expecting more. Not much more. I just thought there'd be at least something more than just Lightning Collection. The likenesses are consistently better now, at least. For what we got, what impressed me the most was the disguised Andros figure. It was something new and fresh among the reveals of finishing A-Squad and the Psycho Rangers. Leonardo Talavera said, I picked up both double packs. They look really cool. Moving over to Instagram, Plaz underscore Tick said, All of them! Doubles, please and thank you. Ha ha. Uh, I complain about the little things in the bigger things. I love this brand. Orange.Ranger.SPD.7 said, I wish for two packs to complete teams, but I'll get the A-Squads and maybe Scorpina if she's available loose. So if they ever do like a single figure release. The Morphin Pod said, I loved the reveals. Always happy when Fan Friday reveals are revealed and aren't spoiled beforehand. Though A-Squad is a total pass for me. Yep, lots going on with our wallets uh, later this year. Oh, our wallets will be <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Some more than others. Yep. But I think that does it for this episode of Ranger Command. There was a lot of news that we wanted to catch up on, but we'll definitely have some more surprises coming up and some new episodes. We are going to dig a bit deeper because the hiatus is going on and we'll dive into some topics and just have a fun time with future episodes so ap where can our listeners find you you can find me on twitter at secret ranger fan um and also i do um monitor and post sometimes on the ranger command facebook page excellent zach where can people find you so I'm on Twitter, at Zach Lavoie, uh, and I'm also on TikTok, at Hollywood Zach, where I just post whatever strikes my fancy sometimes. Excellent. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at TrekkieB47, as well as Twitch streaming Mondays, Thursdays, and as part of Lunchtime Gaming, and during the weekend sometimes, and that's uh, twitch.tv slash trekkieb Four, seven. So, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph and on Instagram and Facebook at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. And we really appreciate all of the support of our patrons over at patreon.com slash rangercommandph. So I think that about does it for us. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at RangerCommandPowerHour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month 
and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks for listening.